What's up, Internet? You're tuning in episode 31 of the Steam Deck Podcast, Slipscreen Games' weekly podcast all about Valve's hot new handheld, the Steam Deck. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined, as always, by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Max Wright. Hello, hello. Ahoy, ahoy. Damn it. Ahoy, Damn, ahoy, so ahoy. close, so close. Damn it. <laughs> ahoy, ahoy. There you go. Let's pretend I did Hello, ahoy. Hello, ahoy. Maybe, you know, a little <laughs> bit. Who knows? Steve's not here. That's the bit. Steve's <laughs> not here. I was, I was channeling Steve. <laughs> Yeah, Steve, uh, Steve's got a week off, but of course, we don't get a week off here on the Steam Deck podcast because there's always Steam Deck news to talk about. On this week's show, we're going to talk about how the OLED Steam Deck isn't as easy as it sounds, according to one of the architects of the Steam Deck. Valve is celebrating Steam Deck's uh, belated birthday with its first ever discount, and then, of course, Steam Deck is coming to stores later this year, but not in the West. We're going to talk about that and more on this week's episode of the Steam Deck Podcast. Let's jump into the OLED news. So, uh, Plagman, right? One of the one of the two, and it's Yang and Plagman, right? Are like the two architects of the Steam Deck. They are uh, sources we cite very often on this show, not only because they're obviously so instrumental, but because they talk about it a lot. They're very forthcoming, whether it's you know over on Twitter, whether it's. Uh, via interviews, they talk a lot about the hardware, and they're often very transparent about the process that they go through to, you know, work on the Steam Deck, which we appreciate over here because it gives us stuff to talk about every week. They probably talk about it as much as we do, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in my goal, one day we'll get them on the show, and then we can oh, really yeah, bring it all full circle. That'll be the. We that'll be the. the we are we are the Steam Deck podcast, so you know, why wouldn't they? How could they ignore it, right? But uh, Plagman uh, had another interview this week over at PC Gamer uh, where he talked a little bit about why the OLED uh, Steam Deck is not, may maybe not as imminent as we think, right? Something we've talked about a lot on this show is, you know, what will a successor to the Steam Deck look like? Will we have kind of, you know, smaller iterations where there are upgrades, but, you know, not enough to represent um, kind of like a proper next-gen update like we talked about like last week. Um, I think it was anyway. Uh, or potentially the ability for them to like through their partnership with um and what what's the name of the website I can't think of it I fix it I fix it right where they could maybe add like an OLED replacement that you could buy and then you know install yourself something like that but according to Plagman um it's it's not that simple for a couple reasons uh so this is this is what he had to say on it the long answer is that there's a lot more to swapping out a screen than just swapping out a screen I think. Excuse me. I think people are looking at things like an incremental version and assume that it's an easy drop-in. But in reality, the screen's at the core of the device. Everything is anchored to it. Basically, everything is architected around everything when you're talking about a device that small. I think it would be a bigger amount of work than people are assuming it would be. I don't think we're discussing anything. or we're, I don't think we're discounting anything. But the idea that you could just swap in a new screen and be done, it would need to be more than that to be doable. So it's so funny. There's a little bit more here that, that we'll read in a second, but when I was reading through this earlier today, I was like, does he listen to the show? Because this feels like everything we've said. I'm like, oh, yeah, why, why couldn't you just do that? And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, which, which, you know, for me, I've also always assumed that you, that's the case because you can buy, you know, replacement screens. Granted, they are the, the screen that, this, that, like they said, the device is built around. But I assumed it was just like popping a new TV on a wall and plugging a, you know, uh, which is obviously silly, but, you know, it's a very simplified version of it. But Yeah, but you're like, you know, why wouldn't it be the same is, shape, right? Yeah. Like, it seems like a foregone conclusion. 
Yes, yeah, that you could get, you know, an OLED panel would be the exact same size. I mean, uh, look at the, the Switch, for example. Um, the, without the bezels, let's say, but the actual body of the Switch is the same size to have that screen in. We don't know what else has changed internally, but to me, it would just, it seems almost like, let me just grab it here. To me, it just seems like that is a new screen that they've just slapped into the same device. So why wouldn't that Yeah, and just changed, like, the chassis on the front, right? Like with Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess it, it makes me wonder if it is that simple. Because as you just said, like, maybe they did move the components around in the OLED switch. I'd kind of be interested in, in learning that now because I wonder if it is different. And if so, you know, is there, like, a um, a hardware angle to how OLED screens interact with a with a body or, like, with a piece of tech yeah. or whatever that we're just not aware of, right? Maybe we need to see a sort of a broken down switch and a switch OLED and um, compare them. And maybe we can see if we can find any YouTube videos or anything. And we can be the guys to break this. You know, we'll see, are the internals the same? Does it all look the same? Is it just, yeah. you know, is it just a different screen? Uh, I mean, it could also be that the switch OLED screen is just a different, you know, different shaped screen. They must have a partnership with someone. Maybe they're making them custom for uh, the switch because Nintendo are expecting to sell however many they're expecting of them. But for valve it might be too expensive for them to make custom oled screens as opposed to buying an oled screen from a you know already made one we don't i don't really know the exact um you know how it's even made in the first place so it's hard for me to speculate on that um but i do think it is a shame that it's not that easy because that's just always been like a dream the first thing i did when i got my switch uh, steam deck screen is turn it on and go yeah i don't like this screen very much because i had just come from playing a lot of games on my oled yeah, right. I still do. You know, I still jumped to the OLED. The other day, I bought a game on Steam, booted it up, and started playing it, and was like, "No, this is wrong." And I just uh, refunded it, rebought it on Switch, and I was like, "Yeah, this is better. This just looks better," um, because it's just, it's brighter, and I guess it's also just sometimes it's just more comfortable to play things on the Switch if, if it's a game that can run on both of them. Sure. In the same way. Yeah, if um, there's like a parity between the two versions, exactly. it's kind of like okay, yeah. Which with a lot of games I play, you know, that that is the case. Um, but yeah, it's a shame that we are probably going to have to wait a lot longer for. Well, sorry, it's it's half a shame because oh, it's a little bit, little bit, uh, a little bit of a wait before we can get a device that has sort of a screen as nice as a Switch that we can really like see some of these games at their full potential. You know, see them pop. However, it's also um, good to hear that they're sort of not really at the moment, from the seams of sounds of it, um, going to be pushing like a new version of the Steam Deck anytime soon. Um, yeah, every update we've we gotten about the... it makes it sound like it's something that's further off, and that exactly. you know, exactly. They start updating the current one, and we we're obviously uh, enjoying all the benefits of that. And I'm glad that we're going to be able to do that as early adopters for a couple of years, maybe. Because um, what I don't want to do is sort of end up as the guinea pig, like when the DS came right. out or um, the 3DS came out. You know, by the time the the better one comes out, you're like, oh well, that that was sort of like you know, hasn't been long enough for me to really feel the thought it was worth that for me um, right totally yeah yeah, yeah and it, it sounds like we're you know it doesn't sound like we're at any real risk of that um just to add a little bit more context here plagman also said it's just something you have to plan ahead when we were working on this screen we made sure that uh we made we made sure these could be supported even if the refresh rate switching wasn't ready at release it was really important to us that all that would that all that would be supported. Sorry, sometimes it's hard to read a quote that was someone talking. You know, it's it's like uh, people's speech patterns are different, right? So yeah, apologies. Yeah. 
Um, so it's something that you need to keep in mind when you're evaluating and selecting possible options. But there's nothing about LCD versus OLED, different screen technologies, that makes that a deal breaker. It's about, it's about how you're designing the whole system and what's in between the screen and the system on, on a chip and the SOC system on chip. So yeah, it, it sounds like it sounds like for us to get an OLED screen on the Steam Deck, it would need to be that would need to be what they were designing it for intentionally. So it sounds like there would need to be potentially a significant amount of change to, you know, the the component layout, and, you know, yeah. who knows, right? Like we we've, we've seen how that happens with um you know, with with some of the home consoles and stuff like that, right? Like PlayStation um, has already changed some of the components of the PS5 to help with availability, to like make there be less crowding inside the chassis and help with things like heating and stuff like that. So um, certainly not outside the realm of possibility, but it sounds like not a reality for our Gen 1 Steam Decks, at least. It'll yeah, yeah. be either like maybe like, you know, if we do get a um, quote-unquote mid-gen hardware refresh where they do put out kind of a more premium version before they're ready to do that that you know again quote-unquote next-gen successor um maybe maybe that's a possibility yeah cool i think I'm... they're at least thinking about it right because they hear oh, yeah, us definitely yeah <laughs> yeah 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 well it's, it's also good for them to come out and say it so people are you know i, I often um see when when people go oh should i get a switch on like reddit or facebook or whatever uh and people go oh no i'm holding off for the next gen switch and they've been saying that for three years now right so these are people that are right. buying consoles are enjoying the games that are on them because they're like oh i'll wait for the next one but when that one comes out you know why not just wait for the next one and the next one yada yada so it's good for them to say look can't do it now uh with the current steam deck and also you know we're not really working on uh we're not re ready to release anything new so like you know people can go out and buy them now that they're available um and for me i was originally before i even got the steam deck like yeah i'll wait for like a second gen because it'll be smaller it'll be you know the, the ds Lite version of it where it's hopefully going to be sort of thinner smaller whatever as they work things out however i am glad that i didn't do that especially with knowing that there's nothing on the horizon so um yeah i've always i've always found that to be kind of funny um i've never been one of those people right i've always been an early adopter of consoles um i have a launch version of every console that i've ever owned i think okay. um and I've gotten refreshes here and there. If if you're watching on YouTube, you can see behind me the uh, Spider-Man PS4 Pro. Like, you know, I'm I'm not against an, an up an upgrade if it comes to pass, um, and I think it's worth it. But you know, it's like I I just feel like unless you're a, a bit more casual and you don't mind like not being able to keep up with the new releases or being like, yeah, I'm gonna go back and play them later. And you know, like if you do have that kind of mentality. Um, I mean, good on you, right? Like, it's a great way to save money, but I can't imagine being only like two or three years into a console's life cycle, or even four or five years into a console's life cycle, and being like, "Oh, I'll just wait for the next one," even though it might be yeah. three years away. It's like, why buy it on sale now? Play all those great games that you missed, you know? And yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And that's the thing is that there are it just if, it, if anything it makes it harder at the uh, the end to sort of play through the backlog. That's not really as much of an issue with the Steam Deck because. Um, system's cheaper not system sorry the games are cheaper and there's not really like hot exclusives coming out you know you can play these games elsewhere but but with the switch especially it's like okay when you if you buy if you wait for the next one to come out you're still going to have to pay 60 dollars times however many on the games you want because those games have been down in price so and there's going to be uh, new games that you want to play exactly yeah, it's just going to keep growing you know might as well get started now uh on the, on the current system and you know don't don't 
pin your hopes on something you'll um that you don't know is going to happen yet which is kind of what uh we were doing with the oled uh thing i was like oh you know maybe they'll do it maybe they'll do it uh not that i'm disappointed with this i just it's just a, it is a bit of a shame to know that like at some point they're not going to go oh hey i think so you can buy this oled screen because i would immediately do yeah. that swap you know i would i would rip that shit i off. will say though yeah. as uh as somebody who comes on the show and talks about the steam deck every week i appreciate the transparency because now we won't bring that up again now we won't be like oh maybe yeah. maybe it's like no, no no they said that doesn't make sense so it's cool to know whole, you know all avenue of content gone for us hey you know but you're, you're always saying we got you know can't, can't go back to those same topics again. can't go back yeah we have now to we gotta we gotta find a new thing to complain about be like what about the Barrier. sticks can we get new sticks on this thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, steam controller too that's the we'll just keep going with steam controller too that's true until, until it happens until they okay here we go I would like a Steam Controller 2, and I don't know why it's not possible that it's not a Steam Controller 2. Let's see what PC Gamer article <laughs> comes out next. Next, next week, it's like... See. Yeah, see, so Plagman was actually... Uh, he, he did an interview with IGN, and he said, you know, I've seen on a lot of podcasts people talking about the Steam Deck Controller 2, and <laughs> here's... You know, it is possible, but... <laughs> <laughs> He's going to come out with an article saying why I miss people having blue hair, and that's going to be the next big... <laughs> That's gonna be the next big. Uh, that's, that's only that's only for video watchers, really, isn't it? That's not for the, that's not for the YouTube. Yeah, yeah if so. you're if you're an audio listener, you would never know what my hair was. So, or I what guess. it is now. Don't tell them. It's a mystery. You have to go, go watch to on YouTube, YouTube if you want to know. Yeah. <laughs> like, subscribe, thumbs up, all that stuff. Well, you know, let me let me just uh, reiterate reiterate uh, Plagman. Um, you know, the offers on the table. You come on the show anytime. You want to tell me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you you just my my DMs are open. Hit me up. Uh. But speaking of, uh, of not waiting to pick up the hardware, right, with the Steam Deck, uh, our next story here uh, is about how it's getting its first ever discount, uh, which is very exciting. Just one year out, right? Uh, great, yeah. great opportunity for you to save a bit on your Steam Deck. But before we get into that, let me remind you that this episode of the Steam Deck podcast is brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of March. They are, of course... Arnold J. Rimmer, Christopher Valenz, Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, a.k.a. Sobe, Snackago, Ty the Dude, and Wakahula. Thank you all so much for your support over on Patreon.com slash FlipScreenGames. Y'all are the real, so the real, and we greatly appreciate your support of this and all of our sister shows. If you want to become a Patreon producer just like they did, or, you know, uh, any other ways you want to get involved in the show, you want to write in with a question, a comment on anything we talk about on this or any other episode of the show, there's a bunch of ways you can get involved. Head over to flipscreen.games. That's our website where any, however you want to get involved with the content, however you want to get involved with the community, you'll find a link to do it over there. However you choose to get involved, we thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Steam Deck Podcast. So, interestingly enough, Valve celebrating a belated birthday for the Steam Deck because, you know, we, uh, just a few... Short weeks ago, right, celebrated its uh one its its first birthday, which is February twenty fifth. Now here we are, March sixteenth, as the day of this recording, and Valve makes a post about it, and they say Happy birthday, Steam Deck, in celebration of a successful first year of many more to come. Like that, I like that nod. Uh, yeah. Steam Deck is ten percent off from now until the end of the spring Steam Spring Sale. Excuse me, on March twenty third at ten a.m. Pacific. So, if you're listening as of right now, you've got you know, about, about a week, you know, a, a little less than a week by the time this goes live uh, for you to go and pick up your Steam Deck at uh, a pretty decent discount for, you know, a, a, a relatively new piece of hardware that's never been on sale. Yeah, I think um, now they're more readily available, I guess now's the time to start putting them on 
though, right? It's it's um, it's you know get these in people's hands. People want them now, or, or people can get them now. It's just now they can start using them to push game sales, and you know it's probably a a good idea that when they do a sale on software, to also do a sale on hardware, and just really like people are on Steam, people are looking at things, people are just like, okay, what's interesting? It's in people's wish lists, you know. They're going to get reminded that not only can you buy it, it's also available to buy now and it's a, a cheaper price you know i think it's um how how okay is it how much of a sale is it before i uh because you told me not to look at so yeah so it's a 10 percent sale so i i've have max not look for another reason that we'll get to in a second here but yeah we're, we're looking at a 10 percent uh discount which is pretty significant you know um for the different models um i've got it pulled up right now for the youtube kids so for the 64 gigabyte version, that means it's down to 359.10. Uh, the middle version, which is our recommended version that you pick up, that one is sitting at 476.10, and then the you know most expensive version down to 584.10, um, which is great. I mean, you know, we've talked a lot about why we don't think the most expensive version is necessarily worth it, especially if you're going to put on a, a screen protector. Um, the kind of the big value of that is the screen. Uh, but even with that, like if you decided that you wanted to, to go and splurge for the most expensive model, um, you know, it's only 60 bucks more or no, eh, it's like actually a little bit less than that. Um, around there, around $60 more than, uh, than you'd spend on, on the, the middle model, which is definitely, I, I think the, the way to go, um, in almost any other scenario. So like with that, Pretty good deal. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the middle one's obviously the, the best way to go. I don't know if uh, if I've ever officially stated it like you guys have, but yeah, like it's it's the sort of the, the best choice. You get the, the faster speeds, and um, you can upgrade everything else. You know, quite quite. Yeah. Easy. So it's good. Um, yeah. What about the the, the sales in the the game sale? Have you looked at this yet? Because I've just I have. Through. So I asked you not to because I want to play a little game here. So okay. on the same page uh, for the Happy Birthday Steam Deck, the actual link, it, it's, it's like sale deck top 100, right? Okay. And what they have here is a list of the top 100 games played on Steam Deck. It says, it's incredible to see the breadth of games you all have been playing on Steam Deck. From a, uh, from a wide variety of genres to new releases, old favorites, indies, and AAA titles, they've all found a home on Steam Deck. Here are the top 100 games of the past year by peak player count. Okay, and you want top five from me? I want to see if you can come up with the top five, five even top ten, you know? All right. Start throwing them out. Okay, and I, I'm not going to show them to the, the folks on YouTube yet because I don't want a, a spoiler. I want you guys at home to be able to guess, uh, play along with yourself, and see how you do against Max. Play with yourself. Uh, <laughs> Vampire Survivors at number one. Okay, you want to you want to guess the order? No, no, no. I'm just guessing. I'm okay, just guessing okay, okay. I'll take I'll Vamp take a I'll take a, a list of your yeah. I think that's a good guess, right? Yeah, we know that's one that's five. that's been near the top. You know, one in the top twenty count almost yeah. every week. Elden Ring. Okay. Uh, this is where things get. This is where things get tough. <laughs> this is where it gets dicey after my first yeah, two oh, guesses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, games that are popular. Uh, I guess no, you can't play any multiplayer games on it really because of the. You know, I don't know if it's got the the um, 
you play like you can play multiplayer games. It just it so depends on the game because if it has anti cheat yeah. support, it works. But like certain, like we talked about this, I think last week or whenever the last show you missed, I think we talked about Destiny and the the anti cheat stuff that like their um the anti cheat program they use is supported by Linux, but they right. haven't enabled it, and that's why yeah, Destiny yeah. Two doesn't work. So there are certain games like that that won't work. But like I remember people were playing like Halo Infinite on deck. I believe that's yeah, actually. Yeah somewhere on the list uh here halo infinite uh does does vac is vac supported the valve anti-cheat do we know because if so i'm gonna say counter strike 2 i believe no, sorry counter strike global offense uh counter strike go yeah whatever the whatever the i'll just one is. yeah i'll put i'll put counter strike and we'll get we'll give it to you either way all right okay portal okay two i'm gonna i'm gonna also give you a uh halo infinite not in the top 10 so don't put that on your list all right okay. it is on the list i just confirmed but okay okay um God, I'm really trying to think of games that have been really popular sort of recently other than Vampire Survivors. And I can't even think of one. Um, All right. So, 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 so far you've got Vampire Survivors, Elden Ring, Counter-Strike, Portal 2. Uh, try to think of, try to think of. Indie games. I'm going to go for something like, what's the one uh, the, the, where you're a cult of the lamb? Okay. Uh, that's a good guess. Sardi Valley. That's a good guess. Yeah. Um, Spider Man. Okay. And there's also Chuck God of War in there as well for good measure. Okay. How many have I got here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So if I get say two more guesses, and we'll see how many are in the top ten. Yeah, that's what we'll do. So you got two more guesses, and we'll see. And I'll give you, I'll give you a last chance if you want to go over your list. If you want to, you know, make any last minute adjustments before you submit, that's fine. Okay. One well, clue I'll give, give you. A, yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna give me a clue. Go I'll on. give you a clue. And I, I think this will be helpful, right? In in the description, it says old favorites, right? So you, you did guess two old favorites with Portal and, and Counter-Strike, but I would, I would think in the same way that you guessed Spider-Man, think about other games that either had, that came to Steam or that got big updates that made them work on Steam Deck where they, where they got some attention. We have talked about a couple of them on the show. Uh, old favorites. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, old favorites. There's like a rock. There's a rock block here of a couple games that I think if you don't guess really any of them, ones. I and like I can I can understand if you'll if you're not thinking of them, but I think once I say them, you're gonna be like, fuck yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, I've already I've already been feeling that, that as soon as I started guessing, I was like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna feel like an idiot at the end of this. All right, okay, I'm going to go The Witcher 3. Okay, and then you got one more. I'm trying to think of some games that went from, like, not... You know what? Let me, let me grab my Steam Deck. One second. Well, he's grabbing his Steam Deck, people. Yeah. Look at this guy. All right, okay. I don't know what he's doing. I think he's... I want to look at my own games. This feels like cheating a little bit, but no, I'm going no, 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 to no, give no. it to him. I'm looking at my own games to see what's okay. Scroll, 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 scroll. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Right. <laughs> scroll, scroll, Cuphead. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Oh, that's my last one, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. You want you want to okay. put that on there? I'm gonna put Cuphead on there. I'm gonna remove Cult of the Lamb. Okay. Scroll, 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 scroll. scroll. You're removing it. You don't even have a thing to replace it with. <laughs> I thought okay, you had another one, and you're okay. just like, no, no, I just want to no, cut no, that. No, 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 no. 
okay, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna cut it and I'm gonna replace it with scroll, 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 scroll. I've got one in my head. Scroll, scroll, scroll. This isn't good content. Scroll, Five, scroll, scroll. four, three, two, one. Horizon, uh, the first one. Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Zero Dawn. Thank you. All right. So your final list: Vampire Survivors, Elden Ring, mm. Counter Strike. Portal 2, Stardew Valley, Spider-Man, God of War, The Witcher 3, Cuphead, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Fuck, I bet fucking Valheim's on there as well, isn't it? Well, it's too late now. Go on. Go on. Too late now. So, to give you the actual list, Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what, you're going to kick yourself about one of these. Uh, Okay. But here's the the list as it stands. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, okay. Vampire Survivors. Yeah, good boy. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Lovely. Elden Ring. Yeah. So, like, so far, good, right? Not doing too bad, no. right? Three on the board, already pretty good. Here's where it starts to turn for you. Okay. Uh, Hades. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Persona 5 Royal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, I guess I forgot that came out on PC. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because I know it's one we've talked about because I've been playing it for the game club on Steam Deck. Have you? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were playing it on PlayStation. Uh, oh, Cyber- how upset about Hades? Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, uh, yeah of Yep, that was what I thought you would kick yourself for. Red Dead Redemption yeah. 2. Uh, yeah, I'm not, not that upset by it. Um, that I'll one got like it. a big patch that made it work, so I, Did I didn't... It? Yeah. Um, I'm going to install it then, all right. Your last one on the board here, Spider-Man Remastered. Hey. You did oh, good last, with that. That's, that's, in like, that's, the lot. Okay. that's the last point you get, and yeah, then this yeah. is the one where you're going to kick yourself. The last one in the number 10, Cult of the Lamb. No! <laughs> <laughs> when you pulled it and you didn't, when you cut it, I was like, all right, maybe he'll guess one of these other games. Uh, and then you cut it and set her eyes and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I just had a good feeling about Cult of the Lamb. And then I, damn, 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 damn. Right, I'm clicking on the link now. I wanna, and, I you know, uh, you, did, you did good. I think every other game you guessed is on the list except for... I don't think CS:GO is on it actually. Okay, no, I, I, yeah, I don't. Going through the whole list, I don't see it. But every other game you guessed is on the list. Interesting that Aperture Desk Job is on there. Doesn't that come with the the deck? Isn't that installed already? Um, it it's is. Free. Why is it in a sale? Oh, Elden Ring is not on sale either. Almost all of them are though. Yeah, yeah like oh, yeah. there's only there's only a handful of games on the list that aren't on sale. Yeah, they're all in there. They're, I can see, I'm seeing them. Can't believe I I'm actually most upset about not getting Hades because it's like one of the first games I thought about because obviously I'm a big Hades fan, but I thought, am I just, is it just me though? Um, incredibly popular game, who am I? Um, <laughs> yeah. That was a fun game, but I do hate myself more after playing it. So, um, I mean, that's kind of like any game. Just like yeah, right? Like, game. unless me you win. Any game of Marvel Snap. Like, <laughs> just why did I, why did I even think i could play this game and enjoy it <laughs> well you know what max i'm, I'm gonna you, you did okay right one two three four right four yeah yeah four yeah four out of ten i can't believe stardew valley's not oh it is it is it's on the list just it wasn't in the top 10 yeah 11 12 13 14 on the list yeah a lot of big games that had big updates that i think took some of the oxygen out of it. Yeah. I think that's the crazy thing, though, is like Star- Stardew Valley is one of those games where it's like, damn, it just, it's like a new, per- it's like Grand Theft Auto where it's like a new person's born every year that like comes into the market for it and it's like, oh, Jesus. 
yeah i mean i keep i'm just always desperate to go back to it on on the switch when i load up my old save file i get really nostalgic and i'm like i don't want to i don't want to lose this feeling and start again i don't want to start a new life you know yeah I never had any kids never had a wife but i did have millions and millions <laughs> in ancient fruit wine millions nobody cares. <laughs> Well, uh, let's. We're, we're going to keep the. You know, I hope. I hope I didn't crush your spirit too much, Max. I think. I think you oh, did. Oh my! My spirit's flat, mate. Don't worry about. I think. That. I think you did well, all things considered. You know, but uh, hopefully, hopefully this one will, will give you a little perk back up. Uh, official Steam Deck startup movies are live. They're available to you right now. Uh, so this came um, at least to our attention uh, over on Twitter when uh, again bringing them up, and again, open invitation to come on the show anytime you want. Uh, one Lawrence Yang over on Twitter said, these new Steam Deck startup movies are all so good. Check them out. Headphones on. Smiley face. Uh, and then if you go and check out the actual link over on the, the Steam uh, store, you can uh, check out all the stuff they have available. There are not a ton to start, but it's like a decent number. There's like 21, I think it looks like. Um, some of them are really good. Uh, I, I gotta say, and I, I really like the format of how they're shown so that you can kind of like just watch it happen, mm -hmm. you know, on your screen and, um, and you know, I'm already getting turret factor. I can already tell you that. Um, I'm quite impressed. There's so many, um, uh, sort of happening. Uh, I really thought it'd be like a couple, but there's like a big, nice variety here. It's not something I've ever really that, been that bothered by. Like when people were going mad for it on Reddit and like, oh, I've just made this star movie. I was like, well, you know, who cares? how often do you see it and then i remembered that i uh, am constantly coming in and out of um desktop mode for emulation and stuff like that to yeah to get my roms in and stuff and i think i think yeah i think it's a nice option and i think we can probably comfortably say this was a, a big steve get right steve called this he, he found the um found the thing in the in the update that referenced the uh the point shop or whatever it was yeah and he sort of then assumed it was going to be related to this and he was on the money the man doesn't miss whoa whoa my god i clicked on one of them and it started making noise yeah, i'm sorry I, yeah i clicked on turret factory and through my head it started going ring, ring, ring. <laughs> sorry about that everybody um but I yeah you were woeing my one because i clicked on it and started making noise and you went whoa whoa and i was like is he listening in <laughs> yeah there's a couple of these i really like Mm -hmm. Big picture is really good because it just is. That's like I used to use big picture a lot. Um, that one I used to just like have a, a laptop plugged into a TV, you know, and I still still use it now. And I'm on the big TV here, and I'll just press the button. So that's like a noise that really uh, just takes me back to that. But I think I think Turret Factory is the one for me. Yeah, I do really like that they have like the OG big picture. Like retro startup screens are always cool. Um, like I had the the legacy theme on my uh, PS4 Pro for a while where it would yeah. do the PlayStation 2 the <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah do you think this opens the door for more customization or do you think it's just going to be startup screens do you think they're going to start getting themes and stuff soon or I, I think probably you know like I, I think considering that all that it took for this to become an official thing was that like people started hacking it in and they were like oh that's cool let's make that a thing um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they found more cool things like that and and like not for nothing i've always thought that steam points felt a little lame um, yeah i agree they've done nothing for me other than give me a fun background on my steam profile that i never visit and nobody ever does um right. so yeah i feel like i've, I've just like been a, a a very very rich man in steam points with nothing to spend them on 
Um, yeah, it's like, like it's like having, like you know, like when uh, who's the duck? Who's the duck? Who's the rich duck? Oh, Scrooge. Well, yeah, when Scrooge McDuck dives into like all of his gold and swims around, it's like if you did that in chocolate coins. Like it's not really, <laughs> it's not really worth anything. You've right. Just got a load of chocolate coins. It just felt like I had loads of chocolate coins I couldn't spend, and if I ate them all, I'd be very sick. Whereas now I don't have to eat them. I can trade them for for fun things. And that was that was always yeah my frustration with them. It's like oh yeah you can buy like all these stuff for your profile that no one will ever go on or an icon when you can make literally any picture on Steam your icon. It's like yeah why would I pay for any of this? You know it's like or not pay for it but you know what I mean like what what's the point? So I've I've like I've been hoarding points for forever. I have like. 50,000 from when I bought my Steam Deck or whatever, you yeah. know? And it's like, it's nice to finally have something that feels like worth investing in it. And I, I hope you're right. Like, I, I, I do hope that there are other, you know, uses for it coming. I would love to see, like, you know, custom themes and stuff like that start to roll in. And, you know, just like maybe other, like maybe you could, you know, add unique startup sounds and like all those kinds of things and like give you just, a bunch of like little things like that to play with and really feel like you're customizing your experience or whatever, you know? Yep. I just uh, I just bought two of them and I still have 87,000. So hopefully they release more stuff like this so I can sort of start spending through them and then, and then yeah, I'll be like desperate for points again. It's like, where's, where's anyone got one of those Steam points? They wanted to give me some Steam <laughs> points. I really need to get this this new startup movie. I need a hit. Um, need a hit. Yeah, I really need that hit. Yeah. I'm hoping we do get, I'm hoping we do get themes and customization and stuff just stuff that is already available in the plugins through decky that you that doesn't break every time the steam deck updates or doesn't break every time you reboot it or something it doesn't require like you to have to toggle things around and, and you know something in the stock experience we've been saying a lot i think is steam seems very open to taking these ideas and going yeah cool these are great ideas we'll add them in um and i don't think the developers of these uh these projects would be too upset by that because they made that to be a part of Steam, right? It's not like it's right. like they're making any real money on it or anything. That's not like they've stolen their IP and, and they're making loads of money and these people aren't being compensated or anything like that. It's just like, they had an idea. They were like, the Steam Deck would be great if it could do this, so I'm going to make it do this. And Steam have gone, you're right, I'll do that for you and make it official and make it work and, and you know, uh, everyone could benefit from, benefit from it. So. And it would, be, it would be a cool thing to see maybe like some third parties like have actual support for some of those services in the way that like like a really cool thing on the ps4 with persona 5 was um as you unlocked certain trophies you would get an email from playstation uh with a code for a background um so there was like one for each of the main phantom thieves and then there was one you'd get when you platinumed the game and i always like thought that was just like a really cool idea you know of like rewarding you for playing the game right and like the idea of like maybe rewarding you for playing it specifically on steam deck and getting you know or on steam in general i guess right because you know eventually that boot up screen is something it seems like they're going to want to push in in more and more directions as steam os is available on more devices um so i don't know it'd be cool it would be cool to see some stuff like that like it would be neat if you could get like a you know an official like uh a version of it that was you know, the, the first thing that came to mind for me was like something that's like you know connected to a specific character or you know something like that but i don't know yeah i mean my steam profile is all um near automata themed because i happened to to i think it was because i'd sort of I can't remember, you could you, you could buy the the steam the near automata thing but i don't know if i don't know if it was like you had to own the game to do it um or if you could just buy it outright but yeah I, i've sort of made my profile near automata theme because it's a game I really enjoyed and I had the option to get it. And that's the sort of the only thing I probably spent my um, 
my points on in the, in the past. So it'd be, it would be fun to see. And I think there are things that, you know, developers could add, uh, like, um, icons and things like that. And it's something I don't think has really shown up as much. Um, maybe, maybe it's just I've not paid attention to it anymore because I don't really, I don't really use Steam as anything more than just booting up games apart from on the, the deck where I might get more involved a little bit. But, sure. um, yeah, it would be good. Would be good to see see just more stuff. You know, things that make it feel more like a console than a um, than like a way to play your PC games. You know, not not that I want to take away from what the Steam Deck is. Um, but yeah, to be it's able both to though, to right? Because oh, it yeah, definitely yeah. is a console. You know, like one of the things we talked about last week was that like um, there was some conversation around how. Uh, I forget which of the two of them it was, but it was one of our boys. Uh, <laughs> and um, I I want to say it was Plagman. And I think they, they were talking about how the, the cool thing about Steam Deck, right, is that, like, optimizing your game for Steam Deck is easier because it is a consistent platform and every Steam Deck is the same, but also that if you do have a really high-performing game and you go through the trouble of making it run on Steam Deck, you've also, like, widened the number of like lower end pcs that can like reliably run your game and you've opened up your market a little bit bigger Mm -hmm. um so like you know i think it is a it's a niche thing but like there is a i think a good incentive to have that extra effort to support steam deck you know and and to like um get in on that that floor with the people who are there hungry for those cool features, you know? And, and I think, like, the more that they can give it that kind of console identity, you know, and whether that's just through Valve's efforts or it is from getting more third parties to buy in, like you said, um, I, I think that's just good for, like, the culture around Steam Deck, you know? And yes. that's one of the biggest things I think it has going for it, you know? Yeah, I'm very likely to give a game a go if it... Or I'm more likely to buy a game on the Steam Deck if I know it's supported. Versus where I go, eh, like, you know, or I'll go on uh, ProtonDB and go, all right, okay, it takes some working around. But, like, if that game is on Switch and I know it works on Switch, you know, I might just get it there or or, or I'll just play it on PC instead somewhere else, you know. Um, but, yeah, to know that it's on Steam and it is supported and all that stuff, it makes you go, all right, yeah, cool, I'll buy it there. And, and yeah. Um, and, yeah, like you said, it's good for it to be able to be played on lower-end machines as well, which, you know, is a vast majority of, you know, long tail theory. Most of the, the PCs are going to be, worse than you know more of the pcs are going to be bad you know when compared to the small amount of large pcs if that makes sense i don't want to get into long tail theory now this is uh (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to get into it i definitely understand it and could explain it but not right now yeah let's just let's (laughs) save it for let's save it when steve's back so we can bore him with it yeah yeah that sounds good that sounds good like a plan (laughs) uh yeah so you know definitely a cool thing Cool thing to see, um, something that they've been talking about for a while, so definitely need to see them uh, finally get it out the door. Mm-hmm. So uh, to wrap things up today, we're going to talk about how the Steam Deck is finally going to be coming to stores, uh, which is something that, again, right, we, we uh, got news about this from, or not even news, I guess, but commentary from, um, from Yang and Plagman about how like this was this was a goal, right? Eventually, they want to start rolling it out into stores. They want to get it into more people's hands. They want to make it um, a device that you could, you know, just pick up on a whim, right? Like at a Best Buy or something like that. Uh, but it's not going to be starting 
over here, right? Like the the first rollout of of the Steam Deck in stores is going to actually be happening in Asia. So uh, Acer Gaming stores in Taiwan, Predator Pro Shop stores in Hong Kong, uh, and then future plans from Komodo to expand into South Korea and Japan in the future. You mean Komodo? Is it Komodo? Like the dragon. Oh, right. Sure. I'm reading it. I'm like, no, no, no. Komodo. That's how, that's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds techier, you know? <laughs> yeah, Komodo, yeah. I remember when um, a guy came uh, who I hadn't seen in a while. I was like, oh, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, I work for Azus. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he meant like Asus. And I was like, it is, <laughs> sure. But it is Azus. Like, that's how it's supposed to be pronounced. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in, in, um, it's like if you go to a... In the UK, we say Nike, not Nike. It's just always been Nike, you know. But if you go into a Nike shop and you speak to them and you say, where do you work? They have to say Nike. They're told they have to say Nike. Yeah, that's brand. how you say it. But everyone in the UK says Nike. Nobody that's so Nike. funny. Nobody. That's so, oh my God. All right. It's incredible. After all these years being friends with Brits, I'm still learning things about your wacky country. <laughs> <laughs> have I never said Nike on the show before? I don't think you have. have. We've talked about sneakers before. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you say Nike before. I definitely think I would have reacted to it. Yeah, I think you'd have gone, what is that? What even is that? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Nike Air Jordans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Nike Air Max, that's what we say. Oh my gosh. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so. We we do have some quotes uh, from some of the folks involved. Um, this one comes from Ricky uh, Ui, from who's the CEO of Komodo, Komodo, <laughs> uh, who said, we are excited to work with Acer Gaming to continue uh, toward our goal of delivering Steam Deck to the widest range of customers. Uh, and then we got another quote from Ting Yang Su, who is the general manager of Acer Gaming, who said, Acer Gaming cooperates with popular game industry brands to create a complete gaming life experience from offline to online. Through this collaboration with Komodo, we are demonstrating the importance Acer Gaming places on the gaming market. God, as someone who has written... Word salad. ...released and received a lot of press releases in my time, that is some of the most press release stuff I've ever heard. Seriously. The, like, uh, Argo... uh, The... (laughs) We're excited to, to continue to leaving a scene that's the widest range of customers. You could literally take out those the proper nouns from that, replace them with other proper nouns, and it would be exactly the same quote as every other quote. I've re- I've I've asked for quotes from um from people and have received exactly that same thing. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, whatever. Like it doesn't matter. Everyone's going to quote it anyway. That sorry, that sorry, that's the first, my first get is uh, for, from any of that is no, it, it's it funny though. It is I, like I think the 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 second one is even funnier to me. But it, I'm I'm assuming it's also translated, so that's probably why it sounds as stilted as it that does. Is a good point. But that the whole like co- cooperates with popular gaming brands to create a complete gaming life experience from offline to online. It's just such a like that's such a like. It's just funny, you know, like, I'm not even, like, trying to make fun of them. It's just such a, like, that's such press speak, you know, press oh, yeah. release speak yeah, yeah, yeah. of, like, oh, uh, yeah, oh, like. If I said to you, tell me about the Steam Deck podcast, uh, sorry, tell me about how you actually like the Steam Deck, you wouldn't go, oh, well, the Steam Deck podcast is a podcast about the Steam Deck that you release on. Like, you wouldn't talk about, you're talking about specifically about right. this new collaboration, not just, oh, by the way, this is what we do. Is Acer Gaming the same Acer as in Acer, the computer Acer? Is it, is it the same Acer? I think it's a sub-brand. Right, okay. It's just uh, sort of like they they have like a a, a store. I, I, but it's also very funny to me because it's like 
they say like, like just highlighted different parts of the, the so we could google world. it yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah it's like we are demonstrating the importance acer gaming places on the gaming market it's like well yeah like you're acer gaming why wouldn't you think gaming yeah 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 <laughs> yeah acer so gaming, I, I, it does look like it's a it's predator. a it's a sub brand i think yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's cool. They've got physical shops. Is it a physical shop? Actually, are we are we saying physical shops or is it yeah. just a yeah yeah? Why is it getting stores? It's yeah. it's yeah. It's uh they have Acer retail stores, mm-hmm. um is is what they're called. And it I'm not sure if they are. Yeah, you know what? It looks like we do have them in the states. Oh no, hmm, maybe not. That's interesting. I mean, I guess in in sort of a lot of Asian countries, uh, particularly like Hong Kong and that, they just have huge tech stores where you can just go in and buy things right you can buy anything in, in these tech stores yeah maybe it's that, that's that, that's just a different culture for, for them maybe for i'm them taking a look buy. at a picture of one and yeah they look they look pretty crazy it's like it's yeah it's like i mean it, it looks like an apple store you know nice just I'd for pcs i would love to go to the acer gaming shop one of these days one of these days we'll go to the acer gaming shop we'll get a photo Hey guys, subscribe to Patreon if you want us to go to the <laughs> send us to send us to somewhere in Asia. Um, we'll wait a couple of years until they they have it in. in oh yeah, uh, good point. Good point. Good in point. in Japan, um, but yeah, I mean this this is really cool news, right? Like Steam uh, had announced uh, a partnership with um, with Acer Gaming and and Komodo to start releasing the steam deck in asia and like you were able to start getting it online and everything already so it's definitely um you know it feels like an evolution of what we've already seen right Mm -hmm. but i was very surprised that like the the press release came out and it's like it says and it came out today right this is breaking news and in the first line of it, it says Acer and Komodo, the international games company and licensed provider of Steam Deck in Japan, Hong Kong, South Korea, and Taiwan, have announced that the Steam Deck and Steam Deck docking station will be available at Acer retail stores in Hong Kong and Taiwan beginning on the 17th. That's tomorrow. Oh, they're literally just dropping them there yeah. and then. It's That's crazy. Impressive. And like, who knows? Maybe, maybe they've been uh, doing local press about that, mm-hmm. right? And like, Oh, yeah, we're hearing true. about it's it for the first true. time because, like, who cares, right? Like, we're not – no, nobody in the West is going to go travel to Asia to buy one in a store. Yeah. Um, so it's, like, it's news, but it's not, like, news you needed to prep for if you're not in the East, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I did think it was interesting. Um, they, they do have a list, too, of some of the places uh, – like where you can you can go, um, you can still get it on the on the Komodo website if you want, um, and they actually do have the ten percent deck discount uh, going on right oh, wow, now okay. as well. So yeah, so um, yeah, even to just go out and that's that's good for impulse buying, isn't it? Because the biggest issue with the Steam Deck is for us specifically was to buy it and then wait like months to or, or yeah. pre-order it, wait months to be able to get it. Whereas to be able to just like walk out, grab one, and walk back with no delays or anything like that, pretty cool. I don't oh, know yeah. if the if the sale will be available in the actual physical stores, but it is available on the the Steam Deck Komodo website. So okay, um, so that there is that option um for folks in you know in any of the the countries that support that shop, um, which I think is a few uh because I know that they're based in Japan, but I think they ship to those other countries as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there are one, two locations in Hong Kong and one, two, three, four, five, six locations in Taiwan. 
Okay. Where you'll so be able to get uh, your hands on it. Hey, that's a good start. I mean, maybe it's something we'll start to see. Was it already in Asia? Could you buy it on Steam naturally? Or is, that, is this like their, their, their launch? The only the... way you could buy it in Asia was through the Komodo website. You couldn't buy it through right. Steam. But you, so but... it seems like this is like their... They didn't have the infrastructure to release just by themselves, maybe in Asia, and now they've partnered with these people. To have yeah, that right. That was that was that was where the initial partnership with Komodo and right. Acer came from. Was that like essentially that came out around the time of the Tokyo Game Show when they had a big presence there, and they like had a bunch of units for people to play. They built that giant Steam Deck that they had on the show floor. They made like a really big show there because you know um, something that Steve and I, I have talked about on the show in the past is that. Um, the PC market has started to kind of emerge in, in Japan specifically, but in Asia um, to a degree. Um, in certain countries, it's definitely more popular than others. Like I know in China, PC gaming is like a really big deal. Um, but in Japan, right, there, there's there been a lot of conversation about how like handheld gaming's always been more dominant. Folks, you know, don't spend as much time at home in front of a television, that kind of thing. Or at least historically, that was the case. But during the pandemic, um, and, you know, and there was, like, just less ability to um, engage with normal life. Uh, and there was a shortage of PS5s. A lot of Japanese gamers uh, got into PC at that time and got into the Steam marketplace. So I think that's probably a big part of their motivation, right, is that, like, they don't have a foothold in that region and that PC gaming has not really been a thing there in the way that it is in the West. And I think that this, you know... Th- Pushing the Steam Deck, I think, is a is a part of a broader strategy from Valve of like we want to get a foothold in in Asia and we want to establish yeah. PC gaming as a legitimate alternative. Yeah. And of course, the Steam Deck, let alone if you can go buy it in a store, right? I think is a lot is like a real good Trojan horse to get people into PC gaming in a region oh, yeah. where folks are already trained to play handhelds. You know, and that's that's already a way that people. Uh, want to engage with games is having that ability to play um on the go right so the idea of like yeah maybe you maybe you did build a gaming pc right and and you have one already but even if you don't like it it fits really well into your lifestyle already if you're somebody who primarily is playing games on switch or you know whatever right yes yeah i think yeah like like you say they're big handheld and the switch has been huge over there so why wouldn't they want to sort of push the Steam Deck over there, and then, hey, PC gaming, let's, let's, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen again. Let's uh, give up with console nonsense. Get rid of this PS5 nonsense. We don't need it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, come on now. I would, I would also like to keep my PS5, so let's not. Let's not let's Platform not. agnosticism, guys. That's the way to go, all right? We don't, need to, to we don't need to get into all this PC Master Race stuff, okay? However, exactly. wherever you want to play video games is cool. I just tried uh, just on a... a Slightly related now. I just tried to reboot my Steam Deck to see my new um, boot my screen new opening boot screen, and uh, it crashed twice on reboot. Uh, it finally <laughs> worked, uh, and then I noticed that my the this side of my Steam Deck was open, and I've never opened it. So who knows what's going on in my life right now? What are you doing well, in this thing? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Throwing it sits around. in its case. It sits in its case. <laughs> so yeah, I think um, this is exciting news. I think mm-hmm. it's it's good news for for Valve and good news for PC gaming uh, and those who are interested in it over in in you know Japan and and uh, and beyond. Um, yeah. But also, I think 
I'm excited to see where this goes from here and if this is a thing that they deem worth doing in other regions. You yeah, know? I I think that the purely I, I'm on, I'm leaning towards maybe not just now or not not just now not yet because they maybe they didn't have the other options in Asia and they you know they really need to try and capture that market so they need to put it in, into those stores but they have such a good infrastructure and it's it's you know they have complete control over it on in in the west uh, with with the steam store that maybe it might take a little while to get over here and However, the I'd brand to, recognition always... is so strong right like when you think PC gaming you think Valve you think Steam. I, don't, I mean, in the UK, we only really have, like, in terms of PC gaming, we only really have, like, PC World, and they barely, you know, do it, PC gaming, you know, in a way, right? So, especially in the UK, it might be harder to, I guess we could also just put it in normal game stores, but I don't see, for example, supermarket stock in the Steam Deck and having a much fun with it when they've just got rid of all of their Switch. I'm, uh, I'm, thinking, like that. I'm thinking it would be in more, like, big box stores. And like, like I can. What, what is a big box store? Uh, so like in the states, that would be like Walmart or like Target or okay. like a Best they, Buy. They, they sound like Tesco's and ASDA, and they are like supermarkets for us. You know, we have so Walmart is ASDA. Um, so these all sound like like big supermarkets, uh, but we have and Walmart superstores. They're interesting in the states because there are locations that are like more like you said, like superstores that will have groceries, but not all of them do. Um, oh, like the uh, like like a Target is a great example where like there will be a lot of like we call them city targets where like in like the the Target that's closest to me here doesn't have produce, um, and it is Ooh, okay. like it's uh, well. I guess they have some food though, but they don't have like fresh food. You know, like they don't have like okay. like a butcher or anything. They have some frozen food and stuff like that, and like mm-hmm. you get snacks there, but it's not like a grocery store. You I'm know, thinking of, I'm thinking of some shops in the UK for my UK boys and girls. B and M bargains. You might you know what that one is. The range. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm getting. At. If, if anyone knows of of both what Pete's talking about and I'm talking about, let me know if I'm on the right page in the comments because I would like to know. Um, but you know, like. Uh, Best Buy is maybe a better example because that's just tech, right? That's what they sell. They sell technology. Um, they are one of the few stores that like still carries Amiibo uh, in wow, okay, in store, yeah. you know, um, stuff like that. So like they're they're they sell game stuff, you know, they sell computer stuff. I could see a Best Buy selling a Steam Deck. I could see a Steam Deck at my local Walmart in the tech section, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Like we will see. I, I I could see there not being as much need for it here, but it's also like some people just want to buy things in stores. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, like you said, an impulse purchase doesn't happen that same way. You know, like you're more likely to be like at a store and be like, oh shoot, the Steam Deck's here. I've heard about that. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, and it's ten percent off. Let me grab one. Oh. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll see. It's 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 definitely interesting, and I. I think the the specifically the the Asia angle of it though I think is so interesting to me and I'm very this is one of those stories that I think like right now it's like not you know it, it's developing but five ten years from now we might look back and be like damn like that what a what a monumental shift that led to in yeah. the industry because Valve invested that time to try and you know. Uh, insert themselves in that market, right? Like yeah. we've seen Xbox making that effort too, right? And it's like uh, more and more Western 
developers, publishers, hardware, you know, are like, how do we break into Asian markets that mm-hmm. don't pay attention to us? You know, and I think the Steam Deck has a really, really powerful value prop um, for a lot of those folks. You know, it's almost like a, a flip side of when um, a lot of Japanese game developers were like, how do we get into the West? You know, there when there was that kind of like wane in relevance for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People would import all these games and like, you know, you couldn't get games in the West like Yakuza and stuff like that when it was like a dragon. and It was all, you know, only really in the, the in Japan or like all of these games that you, that you had to import in that are now just you can buy these day and date in the UK or, you know, or it would be like Xenoblade Chronicles where people campaign for it and it comes out years later. Like, sure. Now you can just get these games day and day, and I think that we're yeah, we're gonna maybe we'll see the opposite of that, and we'll start seeing um, things like like Steam Deck and stuff like that releasing in Japan and <coughs> Asia at the start instead of a year later. So yeah, yeah, that would be nice. You know, I I think the more that we can make releases and 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 like moments like that, like global, is is because like I think about that all the time. Like when we were kids, I remember, um, you know, an entire pocket industry of like these fan magazines that I would read that would be like, oh, Pokemon came out already in Japan. Here's screenshots of it. And here's, you know, and it's like, oh, like, you know, there's that you were like waiting, like, oh, six months, it's eight months. And, you know, and you were like hungry for any scrap of information. And now it's like they come out worldwide, you know, and it's like everybody gets to enjoy it at the same time. And especially in the internet age, I feel like that's so much more important because like, you don't want to see everything, you know, because Japan got it earlier, because yeah. America got it earlier, and then, you know, it's got to get translated. And, you know, it's like the more we can do that, I think the, the better it'll be, you know, um, for just everybody to have more access to more games, you know? Do you remember when um, Pokemon, like, I guess around the time, like Diamond and Pearl and stuff like that, it was like, oh, the new Koro Koro is out. Uh, you know, they're going to reveal a new Pokemon in there and it's only in Japanese and you're just waiting for the Japanese information. Yep. Now that's all done indirectly. On Twitter. Uh, and it's all done at the same time, you know, rather, you know, everything is the same now uh, instead of having to sort of like, oh, it's it's only happening in Japan or like they tailor these these streams to happen during UK stuff. You know? Dude, yeah, I, I remember um, I had a Koro Koro magazine that had a picture of Quilava in it from Gen 2. And I remember like ripping that page out and framing it and like putting it on my wall. And I was like, oh, I can't wait. Like, I can't wait. I uh, used to wait for the, uh, the Korra Korra to come out with like a new Pokemon, like Manaphy. Do you remember Manaphy? Of course. Um, and then I would go and like, what would a Manaphy sprite look like? And I would do the sort of pixel art of, of the character. And like looking back on it now, it was all trash. But at the time, I was just so excited to see these characters for the first time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's definitely definitely cool news, and uh, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. I mean, I I think Steam's got a hell of a chance here to to I just expose like a whole huge huge region of people to like new ways to play, which is yeah. so exciting, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I hope you're uh, as interested in it as we are, because it's definitely a story I'd like to keep reporting on. So if you want to yeah. write in with your thoughts on this or any of the other stuff we talked about today, remember questions at flipscreen.games. That's our email address. Come join the Discord where we've got a channel specifically for the Steam Deck podcast where you can keep the conversation moving uh, between episodes. And of course, if you want to find links to all those things, if you want to become a Patreon supporter uh, or a producer, get your name right on the air, get the show early, all kinds of cool perks and goodies, you can find links to all of that and more over at flipscreen.games. That's our website. However you choose to get involved, that is the best way for you to find the link for it. 
and uh, we, we appreciate you. However you however you want to support the show, get involved with the community, we thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Steam Deck Podcast. Before we go, Max has raised his hand. What do you got for me, buddy? I would like people to uh, help me out uh, in the comments. And uh, I have £15, uh, I don't know what that is in dollars, to spend. I have it in, in, in Steam credit. I don't know what to spend it on. Uh, we've got to the 23rd for the sale. Tell me what to, I should buy and what I should play. That's 18 US dollars. 18 US dollars. There we go. I like Metroid. Uh, I like Dark Souls. Uh, and yeah, that's all you need to know about me. So I got to say, I feel like you brought this up a little late. You know, I think we could have brought it up earlier. I, I wonder if anyone has heard I your plea. Have just looks up in the, the top right hand corner of Steam and seen, seen that number up there that I forgot I, I refunded that game that I mentioned earlier. Um, I got it in Steam credit. So, yeah, sorry about that, everyone. Um, Don't apologize. I just hope I hope they heard you. I hope they come to you with these suggestions. True. If open not, with it, Pete. open the episode with it. We'll we'll do it next week. We'll do it next week. That's fine. Right, fine. You'll still have a couple no, days. The sale will be oh, okay. Fine. Oh wait, will you? Ooh, you might be 23rd. right. No, it'll be over by then. Oh well. Okay. Oh, well. All right. Well, we'll do For our the best. Dedicated fans. Dedicated. Fans here's fans. here's what I'm gonna say to you, Max. You talked about picking up Red Dead Redemption too. Oh, I know. I own it. Oh damn! I was gonna say it's nineteen dollars yeah. right now. No, I got it a while ago. Um, okay, like years ago, I just never played it. All right. Okay. Well, classic. You do what you can then. Yeah. Well, you got some good stuff. That's a lot of money. You got you got some you got some some room to wiggle there. I think so. Anyway, all right. Thanks for joining us. I forget if I said all the other things, but you I'm did. pretty sure you I did. did. You yeah. Did. Okay. Cool. I anyway, for the crew, I've been Pete. He's been Max. We'll see you next week, gamers. Bye, everyone. Bye.